What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Multicast Show. This is your host, John, speaking as always. I hope everyone's having a good time today, or tonight, depending on where you're listening from. I hope you're having a little bit better time than I am, because I, because last night I went to go see Halloween Ends, the final conclusion of the Laurie Strode-Michael Myers saga. And this, you know, this is um, the the third movie. It's a trilogy. So yeah, you have how you have Halloween, Halloween Kills, and Halloween Ends. And unfortunately, this is the ending that we got. And if you guys enjoyed this movie, then you're not gonna like what I have to say about it. <laughs> um, because I thought this movie was garbage. And I usually like to try to find a few things I like about movies, which I did about this movie. There's a few things I liked, mainly just kills. Like, you know, some of the kills are kind of creative. But other than that, I thought this movie was a massive, massive, capital M, capital S of letdown. There was nothing, like, this is a spoiler review, so I'm going to spoil the hell out of this movie, starting now. Okay, so the movie picks off four years after the events of Halloween Kills, where Michael Myers basically got got his ass kicked by a by by the mob of Haddonfield, not the mafia, just 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 an angry mob. They tricked him. They they, they you know they tricked him to get him by himself, one on one. You know, like one versus at least like twenty or twenty or fifteen or twenty of the people. They jumped his ass. Then he gets up. And you think just when you think he's dead, he get of course in typical Michael Myers fashion, he gets back up, he kills the whole mob, and he also kills Laurie Strode's daughter, and that's how that movie ends. And then four years later, we get this pile of garbage. Not 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 like you know the movie came out last year, but four but you know like it's a time jump. So four years later, we get this movie. And this movie has a few, a lot of things wrong with it. And one of the major things in it wasn't even marketed in the trailer. They manipulated you. They get, thought you were. They they thought they told you you were getting something that you were not getting through the whole movie. And that we thought that we were going to get the, you know, the, the 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 big fight that we've been that we've been waiting for since since two thousand eighteen. The Laurie Strode versus Michael Meyer fight. It has been building and building and building through the course of these three movies. And for some bizarre reason, the writers and directors and creative team, creative, I, you know, I use that term very loosely, thought that they were like, no, we're not going to give you that. That's what you want, but we're not going to give you that. We're going to give you something completely that nobody asked for. And guess what? We're not going to put it in the trailers or marketing. And what that and what this was was they have this storyline. This kid, his name is Corey Cunningham. Um, basically, he's a so he, he he's a babysitter, it, right? It takes place a year after the first movie. Okay, he's a babysitter. He had you know he's babysitting this kid. Unfortunately, an accident happens. He the kid falls down the steps and the whole town blames him and all this you know it, it was clearly an accident he didn't mean he fell not not down the steps he fell like like he fell like he fell like really really high off of like I guess you could call it down the steps but he, he but he died the kid he obviously it was you know off screen it was proven in court that it was an accident so he so he didn't go to prison or anything like that. So what happened was now the whole town looks at him as kind of like, um, 
kind of like um you know the the, the freak show or circus freak or whatever kind of like how they look at Lori Strode in a sense so so basically this kid he meets um Lori's granddaughter Allison and they develop a relationship I I guess if you want to call it that um yeah sorry I'm I got sidetracked. <laughs> if you want to call it a relationship, because they have zero chemistry at all. The relationship, it's almost like there's no build towards it. They're just like she's into him more than he is to her. And for, for some bizarre reason, you would think that wouldn't be the case considering all that, that she's been through. Michael Myers killed her dad. Michael Myers killed her mom. He's trying to kill her stepmom. Stepmom, I'm sorry. He's trying to kill her grandma, Lori. And try and try to kill her. I mean, <laughs> the relationship between Allison and Corey Cunningham is really, really stupid and dumb. It does not need to be in the movie. The whole Corey Cunningham storyline, which I'm going to dive into right now, does not need to be in this movie for some bizarre, horrendous reason. It is, but here we go. So Corey finds himself in this cave, which is where Michael's been staying at. Michael grabs him. Right, he's trying to escape, but Michael grabs him. And looks into his eye, and then we see like a, and then basically what you see, you see from Michael's point of view. And keep in mind, this is like a half hour. Like we haven't seen any Michael Myers in like a half hour. So, so you finally see Mike, and what what happens is he looks into his eyes, and he gets all you know, and he gets all these visions of like what Corey's been through. And then he lets him live. Then he lets him live. Now, let me ask you a question. If you know, for all horror fans listening, if anyone's listening at all, has Michael Myers ever ever shown sympathy towards anyone? No, it doesn't matter how evil or innocent you are. He, there's no reason why he would do that. Okay, that's number one. Number two, why is Michael so weak in this movie? Michael is barely in the movie. He was sidelined. Michael got sidelined in his own movie. Which is... And, and keep in mind, this is the conclusion. The epic conclusion that Dave... I use that word loosely as well, epic. This is the epic conclusion that we've been waiting for, that they've been building towards since the first movie. And epic is the furthest thing from what this movie was. So now... Corey Cunningham, obviously, you know, he's, he's getting picked on by people in this in the town. They're calling him a freak, whatever. So now everyone's like, so now he's, th- excuse me, now he starts, he goes on a killing spree. Basically being mentored by Michael Myers, in a sense. Think, think about what I just said. He goes on a killing spree and keep my, he's got good things going for him. He, he's got a good job. He just got a new motorcycle from his job. It was free. All he had to do was fix it. He's got a, he's got, a, he's got a pretty girl who's really into him. Why would, why would all of a sudden would he snap now? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, he got picked on. He got bullied. He got thrown off a bridge. Whatever. I mean, I mean, I mean whatever. I don't mean like, you know, he, he got thrown off, but he, but he survived, obviously. But still, then why would now be the time to like, to like go on a spring? Doesn't make sense, and, he, and like his motivation for killing doesn't really make sense at all because he's killing for like they're tr- like listen. Michael Myers kills for no reason. 
we we as the audience kind of like understand that and we accept that because you know well it's been 40 something years so you know like michael myers like he's you know he's the epitome of evil basically that's what he's been as dr loomis said you know in the first one he's this man is the epitome of evil he he you know no one knows why he does it and that's kind of the mystique about him but with this Corey character it just doesn't work because it just doesn't work like it does not work it's poorly executed he starts going on he's going on a killing streak. Laurie strode is probably the best part about this movie, you know, which is which is good. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis is Larry Strode. She'll always she'll be the greatest final girl of all time. She's one of the most iconic characters in the history of horror movies. Um, but but still, like she starts to see like somehow she was like, oh my god, this this kid has some Michael. She's got Michael Myers in him. I see, I see evil in him. And of course, you know the the granddaughter who who's who wants to run away with the kid doesn't seem to see that which is another is another another form of lazy writing so what but just take a pause on the the plot really quick this if go back and watch the trailers that they released and all the tv spots and all the and all the the, the internet ads and stuff that that you say cory cunningham the his story he's in like he's in one shot of one of the teaser trailers oh, i'm sorry one of the one of the trailers he doesn't appear, and his storyline does not appear in the trailer. And why is that? They knew that people wouldn't buy it. They manipulated you to be to, to into thinking that this was the la- the final standoff between Michael Myers and Haddonfield and Larry Strode. Larry Strode leading the town against Michael Myers. That's what this movie should have been. Everyone should have been paranoid as hell around Halloween night. And nobody is paranoid at all. Laurie Strode is not paranoid at all. The town, everyone just seems to go about their business. Knowing that Michael Myers is still out there and knowing that he's going to come back. I don't understand why they went in the direction they did. They introduced a brand new character with a bulk, with a BS storyline that, no, that nobody and their mother would even think to accept um, as, as anything but garbage. And I'm not trying to be mean here because, of course, you know, you know, whenever people work on a movie and a script, it is it's hard work. But there, are, but I just, but to me, there's no excuse for why they why they went the route that they, that they did with this Corey Cunningham storyline. And I feel bad for the actor because you know he does do a good job given his material. You know, like he does. You know, like he he puts on these um, um, like you know when they need him to look scary, he looks scary. When they need him to look, you know, like sympathetic, he he does look sympathetic. You know. Like you, you do, like you, like you do feel bad for him in the beginning of the movie, but not so much in the middle. And that, that's not a thing. It's like the movie doesn't know what it's trying to do. You, you basically, they're telling you to feel bad for him because he's turning evil, but yet he's killing people. Left, you know, no, no, I'm sorry. You want him to feel bad. You want him. You, the audience, nah. the script wants you to feel bad for Corey because he's getting picked on. On okay, that's that's fine. But once he starts like murdering people and killing people that you know like w- with pleasure and he's working with Michael Myers that that's where you lose me because I don't feel sympathy I don't, I don't feel sympathy anymore. I think it's really stupid that they they went that route. Like I I have never been so disappointed in a movie. It's been a very very long time since I've been disappointed in a movie like this. I can't even remember the last time I watched, you know, no, I'm sorry, Thor: Love and Thunder. That was the movie, the last movie I was really pissed off at. 
the last movie I was disappointed in. So, well, sorry, I wouldn't say it's been a long time, but but still, even Thor: Love and Thunder was a little was some was a little bit more enjoyable than this movie. I mean, I don't know. I got I really got to think about that one. <laughs> but. But yeah, so the whole Corey storyline just does not make sense. It ruined what could have been a good finale. Because, in my opinion, one of the here here I was thinking about this, you know, last night and today. They should have. What they should have done was they should have made the whole town paranoid around Halloween. And think about Lori for the first two movies is, is is extremely paranoid as hell. So you already have that aspect going for you, right? So she's got to realize that she's got to become the leader that the town needs and they can rally behind her and the police and they can stop Michael Myers once and for all. And of course, you know, Halloween comes here and have Michael doing his stuff. <coughs> he's going to... He's gonna... You could have him wait. I don't mind the time jump. You could have him wait because the time jump makes people... Could even make people more par- paranoid. You could have some people who just forget about it and think that oh, Michael Myers isn't out there. Then you get other you could have other people that are like, oh no, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming. So you could have like a ba- a battle. Like it's almost like with Laurie and Michael Myers, it's almost like the battle for Haddonfield's soul or the, or for the soul of Haddonfield, like the evil versus the good. You know. Um. So let's just so yeah so that's I don't understand that they had such an easy they had such an easy storyline going for it that's how they marketed the movie it was Lori versus Michael Myers throughout the whole movie um I don't know why they didn't go that route I would love to know why they didn't go that route if, if anyone has any ideas on why please please tell me um but <laughs> yeah this movie was just a pile of dog shit. Excuse my language, but it just was. I can't. I can't ignore. It. I don't want to ignore it. It was. It was very bad. Um, I think that they could have done a lot better, and and etc. So, uh, some of the positive things about the movie is the final twenty twenty five minutes, which I actually kind of like. Yeah, Corey, the only reason why is because Corey, the Corey storyline comes to an end. He take he all right, all right, and here's nothing before I get into that. He takes Michael's mask, right? So so I so so like Michael only kills one person in this movie, one person, and 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 it's not even a creative kill. What he does is he he kills someone the exact same way he killed someone in the first one. He killed uh, one of the boyfriends. I think, I think his name was Bob. He chokes. He, cho- he chokes the, the the the. He chokes someone. Then he stab. Then he stabs her through through the wall, and he and kind of like impaled and just hanging on the wall. So yeah. So nothing creative for Michael Myers this movie. And then after that, they go back. The, the the freaking the dynamic duos of Michael and Corey. They go back to the freaking to the sewer or cave, wherever hell Michael's staying at. And then out of nowhere, they start. They start fighting each other, and Corey somehow, somehow, just think about this, overpowers him, right? Overpowers him, and takes his mask. That's a big no-no in Michael Myers' lore. That pissed me off as a fan. You don't touch his mask and and not and not and, and, and not suffer for it. 
There's no way Michael should have been that weak after considering the fact that in the last movie he 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 got his ass kicked by a whole mob and he got up and killed every single one of those people with ease. It does not make sense. It doesn't make sense, and it's sad that we live in a world that where where things like that just go just go by writers' hats. Like I don't understand. Like this this was bad. This was so bad. That was just one thing that kind of pissed me off. I got a rant. I got a vent. And I hope you guys are here for it. So, so anyway, back to what I was saying earlier. The positives. Um. Oh wait, wait. And then Corey, he's going around and he's kill and he starts killing people as 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 um he kills the high schoolers who were who are giving him crap. The one, the one shot was pretty cool where he got a blowtorch and he put it inside someone's mouth. I was like, that's pretty dope. Um, and then he kills this, uh, this radio guy, he cuts his tongue off and, and the track is, you know, he's got like a record player he's going in like circles and circles and it keeps skipping over the, and then when he cuts the tongue off, the tongue goes on the record player and it keeps skipping over and over from the tongue. I was like, that's actually pretty cool. But yet the kills were cool in this movie, but that's not why we watch Halloween. There's so many other layers to like Halloween. That just were completely ignored in this movie. So we get to the end. Ever, you know, Lori's about to kill herself. She calls in the suicide, knowing, you know, and that knowing that somehow either Michael or Corey would appear, or if not both of them. Um, and then she and then she shoots the she, she lights this pumpkin up. She lights this, she light, she she puts a candle on a pumpkin. She lights it on. She, and then she lights the candle, and then she shoots the pumpkin, and then Corey comes in with the Michael Myers mask, and and she was like, you really think I would kill myself? And then, you know, <laughs> and then, then, then they have, like, a small fight, and, um, and all, and of course, you know, the granddaughter is pissed off at Lori because she, because she was like, oh, no, you're just trying to take away my happiness, blah, 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 typical delusional, terrible writing, um, so yeah, and then Corey kills himself. He's like, if I can't have her, no one, no one can. And then it, it's set up to be like that. She just killed her boyfriend, and then and then the granddaughter leaves, comes into the house, and then leaves. And then the real Micah Meyer shows up, and that's what we get. That this is what we wanted to see. Then they have a fight, and the fight was pretty good. I thought it was very creative at how they finally killed Michael Myers. They Lori basically gets him on her, her at the table. Gets two knives and kind of like crucifies him in a sense. Then slits his throat, slits his wrist, and to make sure he doesn't come back, they take, she, you know, the cops come and they take his body, they put it on top of a car, and the whole town, basically, the whole town of like Haddonfield, all the cops, all the people <coughs> that Michael's affected, they come and they go to the garbage, um, they go to the dump, they put him in the shredder, and you see, and the visual of his body getting shredded. Was actually re- really really cool. So it's basically like, okay. There's no way this is the final movie. There's no way that he's coming back. Um, because there there's just no way. Because like if you look at what happened to his body, like you know it just doesn't make sense. Like if they make another movie, then no nobody's gonna buy it. So, but yeah, that and then, and then the movie ends. You know, the granddaughter moves away from Haddonfield. Laurie Strode kind of seems like she's about to end her relationship. Everything ends on a nice ending, you know, for for the characters. But the movie itself, ruined by the Corey storyline. I, I 
ruined by the Corey storyline. Corey ends up, Corey obviously dies. Um, I don't know what they were writing. <laughs> I don't know what they thought when they, th- when, I don't know what they were thinking when they were like, oh yeah, the Corey storyline, that could definitely, um, that, that, that'll definitely be good for the movie. Nope. It fell flat on his face. And dude, this is, this is the final movie of a franchise. Like, you don't introduce a new character. If you wanted to do that, you could have did that in the fir- in the second one or maybe in the first one. But still, this you know what? No, I take that back because it, it still wouldn't make sense. It's very stupid how they handle it. I wish this movie could have been could have been so much more better. But unfortunately, it wasn't. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know what David Gordon Green and the Rent and Creative team were thinking. This is not Michael Myers. Michael Myers is not in this movie at all. He ba- he's barely in it. He doesn't do anything cool. He doesn't do anything cool. So that you know, I'm I'm kind of mad. I'm really mad about this movie because I wanted it to be better. Halloween. If I had to rank this trilogy. It basically goes in the order that came out. The first Halloween from 2018 was actually really, really uh, was actually pretty solid and pretty good. I enjoyed that movie. Halloween Kills, it has issues, but I still enjoyed it. Halloween Ends, dog, you know what? <sighs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, this is the end, so it's not like I'm saying like, where do we go from here? <laughs> But yeah, this movie was pretty bad, and I suggest I would rather you. If anyone's gonna interested, be interested in watching it, pay the five or ten dollars to watch it on Peacock because that it's streaming for it's streaming there for free. Although I highly advise people, I would never tell someone not to go to the movie theaters because I, me personally, I love going to the movie theaters. But you know, but but that's. You know, that's that. That's here or there. Right, movie theaters are expensive. I understand, but you know what? We are where we are with this movie, and it kind of sucked that that had to end this way. Solid start up, terrible, be, ter- terrible finish. Kind of like the, the Disney, the Disney Star Wars movies. What Force Awakens had such a great, it had such, it had such a great. Opening, it just had a terrible, terrible finish. But you know what? This is what happens when you when you when you get incompetent writers to, to write lore. They ignore Michael Myers lore in this movie. They don't give Michael Myers anything cool to do. I wish they would have. Instead, they you know they make him become like a teacher of sorts, like like a friend. I I don't know. This movie's terrible. Don't say it. I highly you know, I'm not I mean obviously if you want to see it and form your own opinion. If you like the movie, hey, I'm not gonna judge you. Everyone likes what they likes. But for me, this movie was pretty, pretty bad. That's all I have to say about that. So I hope everyone enjoys the rest of your day. If you you know if you want to have a conversation about Michael Michael Myers, let's have a conversation. 
Um, although I just don't think this movie was good. But you know what? It's just my opinion. And you know, and I hope everyone enjoyed this episode of the Multicast Show because I always enjoy doing it. So you guys have a great day.